0: On Property Episode 178 Welcome to the On Property Podcast, your daily dose of property education and inspiration with your host Ryan McLean. Property rental returns are an important metric to use to understand how a property is going to perform and to understand what the cash flow is going to be like. Is it going to deliver you passive income or cost you money each and every month? I'm going to look at rental returns in more detail in this episode. Hi, I'm Ryan from onproperty.com.au, your daily dose of property education and inspiration. You can check out everything that we do by going to onproperty.com.au. Property rental returns are an important metric that's used to understand how a property might perform there's generally two different metrics that are used there's gross rental yield and then there's net rental yield so let's look at those two and see how you can calculate each of them. Firstly gross rental yield is a very simple calculation. All you do is you take the weekly rent of the property and you times that by 52 because there's 52 weeks in a year and that figure you then divide by the purchase price of the property and that's going to give you the gross rental yield of a property. If you're interested in positive cash flow properties then I do recommend trying to get above the 7% gross rental yield mark and any higher than 7% is obviously better because it means you've got more rental income coming in compared to the purchase price of the property. Almost every property I list in On Property Plus is over 7% and I think the highest property that I ever listed was somewhere around the 14% gross rental yield mark which is quite significant. You can check out On Property Plus by going to onproperty.com.au forward slash plus, watch the video, it's 20 bucks a month or $200 per year. The other one that we want to look at is net rental yield. And net rental yield is calculated a bit differently. What you do with net rental yield is you take that weekly rent times it by 52 again but then you take away all of your expenses that you're going to incur in that year with the exclusion of your mortgage which we don't look at in this instance. So things like insurance, rental maintenance, council rate, all that sort of stuff then gets taken away from the rent. And then what you want to do is divide that remaining figure by the purchase price combined with other costs that go into buying that property. So you're adding your stamp duty, you're adding your solicitor fees, you're adding whatever else you need to add that costs you to buy that property, you're adding that onto the purchase price. So a net yield is almost always going to be smaller than a gross yield because you're taking money away from that annual rent because you're taking away those expenses and then you're adding costs to the purchase price and so that's going to give you a smaller percentage. Property rental returns are important to know because the lower percentage return the higher the chance of it being negatively geared and the lower the percentage return the more negatively geared it's likely to be. It also works in the opposite direction. The higher the rental return of the property, the higher your chance for a positive cash flow situation. As I said earlier, property rental returns of 7 to 8% tend to generate a positive cash flow situation in most circumstances. With interest rates so low at the moment at around 5%, it's quite easy to achieve a positive cash flow situation on 8% or 9% or even 7%. Once you go below 6% or even to 5% property rental returns it becomes hard to generate a positive cash flow. Now if the situation changes in the future and interest rates go up back to 7% or 8% well then we're probably going to need a higher rental yield on our property in order to generate a positive cash flow. Measuring a property's rental returns isn't everything because you also need to look at vacancy rates which when you're looking at the yield you don't take into account. If the vacancy rate of an area is extremely high well that means the chances of your property going unrented for a long period of time or unrented indefinitely is also high as well. And if vacancy rates are low well then the chances are that your property is going to be rented most of the year. So it's very important that you look at vacancy rates as well and you don't just look at the rental yield of a property. If you want to learn more about how to find the vacancy rates of an area, go to onproperty.com.au forward slash 157 where I went into more detail about it there. The last thing I want to say is that I have personally found median rental yield to not be an extremely useful statistic. The problem I found with median yield is that it's not actually taking an average but it's looking at the median for prices of houses that have sold and then median for prices of houses that are being rented but in a lot of situations your higher value homes are included in that price but they're rarely rented out so they don't come into the rental aspect so it dilutes in a lot of circumstances the rental yield of an area so I wouldn't take a median rental yield as a true indication of what the area can generate for you. I've seen median rental yields of 7% in areas where you can find properties with rental yields of upwards of 10%. So it's something that you can look at to compare different areas but it's not something that I would take too seriously. So as you can see property rental returns are an important thing to look at when purchasing a property especially if you're going after positive cash flow property because the lower the property rental return the lower the chance of that property generating you a positive cash flow. If you want to help finding positive cash flow properties go to www.onproperty.com.au forward slash plus and watch the video about on property plus because we list new positive cash flow properties every single week so it's definitely worth a look thank you so much for watching until tomorrow remember that your long term success is only achieved one day at a time. I'm Ryan McLean and I'll see you tomorrow at 8pm or whenever it is you decide to watch the videos or download the podcast or visit the blog because it's there 24 hours a day.